Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect. We are here ahead of time. Uh, welcome to the best time of your week, everybody. Woo-hoo. Happy solar return, new moon, um, solar return. <laughs> uh, yes, a happy solar new moon in Pisces eclipse season. Y'all have to bear with me. Y'all know Pisces govern sleep, and I just haven't seemed to get enough of it these days uh, between sleep and dreams, just all these Neptunian uh, theme words and keywords are just popping all around me, so y'all just bear right on with me. I had a real good nap before the show today, so I'm getting my engines revved up and ready for y'all. I'm here. We're 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 getting into it. Um, definitely want to thank you for listening, all the faithful listeners and uh, subscribers, my mama's babies. Wow. Uh, I'm just amazed. I'm, I'm always amazed. Thank you. Um, definitely uh, we want to honor, revere, and pay homage to our righteous divine ancestors for, without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And a special shout-out and thank you to Brother Ampu. Thank you so much, Brother Ampu, for continuing to let us um, congregate and get together right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Frequency and uh, radio channel. Thank you so much. It just is it's still like a dream come true that that uh, we even get to collaborate and get together every week like we do. So, you guys, we are definitely going to jump right on into it. I mean, wow. <laughs> Solar, new moon, uh, eclipse in Pisces. It's a lot going on, y'all. It's a lot going on. Um, gosh, the did y'all catch the, what was it, y'all? It's the Jupiter, it was Jupiter opposite Mars, and yeah, Jupiter's in Libra, right? And everything opposite it in Aries, Mars, Venus, Uranus, boy, popped off last week right when we um, said that it would, didn't it? I know y'all, of course, unless you were living under a rock, the entire probably world knows about the um, back and forth between Remy Ma and uh, Nicki Minaj. And that, that, to me, that was really indicative of that. I mean, come on. When Mars is in its own home sign of Aries, it's like being on its own turf and feeling more comfortable than ever to nuck and buck and go to war, Aries governing the war aspect. So um, it's just, it's real interesting to see the different manifestations of these energies, but definitely, of course, the manifestations of those energies in our own lives, in our own lives, you know, uh, we're standing up 
and taking charge. Mars is bold and courageous and brave and, like I always say, stays ready to go. <laughs> and uh, uh, and Venus there, you know, making it even more comfortable and easy for us to do so. Uh, additionally, with Uranus there, bringing the shock value. So this is this is very very interesting times we're living in. You'll see here in the week ahead uh, that there's an alignment coming up. It's it's a it's a minor sextile, um, but uh, Nicki Minaj has it in her birth and natal chart. So it'll just be a little bit interesting to see next week if anything ends up popping off as far as this long-awaited response. Now, I could be out of the loop. Um, <clears throat> we did begin the 21-day challenge. Woo-hoo! We be, we started the 21-day challenge um, here this week, the day of, uh, actually the day after the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces was exact. And so... Um, and so I haven't been watching TV, <laughs> and I haven't been on social media in a personal capacity uh, simply because that's part of my own personal 21-day challenge was to uh, starve my distractions. I want to starve my distractions so I can focus on my dreams and focus on living my dream life. And Wow, that's all. It, it's too late to sign up for the 21 challenge, uh, 21 day challenge this time around. But uh, I, I definitely, I know now just three days in. We we are three days in, and I know now that I'm going to do this again because it's just already so amazing. It's already so amazing to be stepping inside the life of our dreams. And I've got some riders with me. Shout out to my 21-day challenge riders. And my tw- I call them my 21-day challenge overcomers because we're overcoming challenges in this day and time. We're overcoming challenges in this season, and we're co-creating with the divine uh, the life of our dreams, okay? And so... It's it's an amazing journey. Pisces is that season where you can't pin anything down. You don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what's coming down the pike. But Pisces is a water sign. So you may not know it intellectually. You may not be able to perceive it mentally. You may not be able to reach out and tangibly touch it right now, but you can perceive it in the context of your emotions. How do you feel? How do you feel about what's coming, even though you don't know what it is? That's why I've been talking all about what you believe. What you believe is so vitally important right now. Because even in the midst of not knowing and uncertainty and, 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 and not being able to pin anything down and potential chaos or confusion, depending on how you're interacting with these energies, uh, you, you can still believe that what is coming is, is amazing and what is coming is perfect for you. And what is coming is right up your alley. And that what is coming is is exactly what you want or need, okay? So I know everybody's not having the easiest time with this energy. I've had my own uh, struggles and bouts with 
uh, I told you all Pisces rules dreams. I had a, I had a couple of bad dreams. <laughs> you know, I, I put quotations around that bad dreams just because there were there were messages even in the midst of those quote unquote bad dreams that still benefit me and work in my favor um, because I'm heeding the message. Okay, a lot of times we got so much going on in our in our conscious and waking life and. We tend not to meditate. We tend not to want to be alone long enough to just meditate. Be All right, peace. I'm back. I'm live. We're in full effect. I'm not quite sure what happened. I was in the middle of talking, and my phone shut completely off, so I don't know where I left off with you guys, but I'll just uh, allow Spirit to direct me, and we'll just jump right on back in here. I'm not deterred. Y'all know me. We didn't say, I said it, what, last week, two weeks ago? I'm not afraid of anything in this Pisces season um, because this is the season that you can merge with it all. This is the season that you can you can make it all work in your favor. You can dissolve it. And so I'm going to dissolve right back into this show. I'm going to merge right back into this show and uh, just pray that I can stay on the air. If y'all lose me again, I'm, guess what? As long as we're within the context of this two-hour show, I'm going to call right back in and jump right on back in. it. Um, I will do another quick sound check. I heard myself earlier, but I definitely want to check again. So, uh, but no, I was just uh, going over this uh, Pisces solar new moon eclipse season, you know, uh, information again, just because it's so palpable, it's so tangible and real to me now, much more so than it was when I was talking about it leading up to it. You know, we talk about things in advance before they arrive around here. Uh, but to be in the midst of it now and dealing with the dreams <laughs> and dealing with the messages coming through the dreams, um, I just it's a beautiful season. Uh, this is where I think this is where I realized that I wasn't being uh, recorded on the air anymore. But I was just mentioning I had had some bad, what I would consider, quote, unquote, bad dreams. But even in the midst of the bad dreams, I... Um, Okay, I can be heard. Uh, even in the midst of the bad dreams, there were messages. That's why it's so powerful not to be afraid during this time. That's why I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, if you if you had dealing with a bout of fear or being challenged or you feel, if you, the fear is going to come, you're going to feel it. But when it comes and you feel it, that's when you stand up inside of yourself and you squat off to fear and you say, guess what, fear? Fuck you, what? Mars is in Aries. Ain't nobody scared of fear. What What do we have to fear? Even in, even in the midst of having a quote-unquote bad dream, I am being given divine, powerful, eclipse-worthy, eclipse-worthy divine messages to, to catapult me powerfully and strong into my next six months and year ahead where there's no mistaking. Maybe I needed a, a quote-unquote bad dream to get my attention to say life before 
February the 26th is done and over. And now, and from now on, I want you to keep this powerful, strong message in mind. I needed it. Not so I could be scared and afraid, but so I could pay attention. So I could pay attention. Pisces season is about endings. That's why a lot of us are so afraid because we don't know, just because we don't know what new beginning is going to take its place yet, we got the nerve to be scared. Scared of what? Scared right now, if you're fearful of what's ahead and what's to come, it's because of your own vibration and the vibration of those that you continue to choose to associate with. Let me tell you something. Before this eclipse, this most recent eclipse on the 26th, I had had use of a vehicle every day. It wasn't my vehicle. I don't I don't have a vehicle yet. But I had use of a vehicle. And out of the blue, all of a sudden, right before the 26th, guess what? That vehicle got eclipsed out, baby. Gone, took, taken back. You hear me? Dissolved. <laughs> and that initially that felt a little scary. Because I had just gotten back used to having access to a vehicle. But guess what, y'all? Even though I don't know when I'll either get access to that one or another one or my own vehicle again, there is, I'm in a powerful position. I'm in a powerful position to guess what? In place of having access to a vehicle with all kind of strings attached and all kind of rules and regulations for use and all kind of negative associations with using it, guess what? Now I'm in a prime and divine position to get it how I want it instead of how somebody else wants it. That's just one, 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 one of the many things. I even had a situation uh, with the fact that February only had 28 days this month, this year. Some of the years it has 29. That's why I said it like that. But the 29th and the 30th of every month is powerful for me and critical for me, and I lost that this past month. Initially, fear wanted to jump on my back. Because that, when I say critical, I mean it's tied in the money. That's what I mean. It's tied into some monties. And so when you take those two days away from me and they tied into my monties, fear wanted to jump on my back. What I did, y'all know what I did. Tell me what I did. I squared up, looked fear dead in the eye. Fear jumped on me now. Don't get it twisted. That's why I'm telling you the fear going to come. That's not bad when fear comes. What's bad is when we submit and surrender it to and entertain it. But when we square up face to face with fear, take shoot, take 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 my two days, take them two days away out of my month. I don't give a damn. Fuck fear. What ended up happening is the very thing I was relying on some of those funds for for that bill. Now, I shared a little bit of this with um, uh, my 21-day challenge overcomers, but what I didn't get a chance to tell them is that not only 
was I notified by this particular company where I have this bill that I didn't know how I was going to pay without these, you know, couple of days worth of finances I usually depend on. I was notified by them that I had a grace period. So, you know, hey, I, I overcame the fear and, you know, looked fear square in the eyes. I called the company. Instead of, you know, I came up out of the anxiety, panic, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And I, I got myself together, you know, instead of being fearful, I got my Mars and Aries on, threw a little Venus and Uranus on it, you know, and I said, look, I, maybe there's something that could be done. Let me call. Call found out I've been done had a grace period. So they weren't tripping on me anyway. I didn't know that because I always pay on time. I've never utilized a grace period. Not only that, that's the, that's as much as my my twenty one day challenge overcomers know. What what I found out after I know after I you know gave them that testimony and praise report was that <laughs> I did, it when it happened it didn't click and register to me. But when I went on and finally paid the bill here not too long ago, uh, I realized that they had given me a credit. I'm telling y'all this because I'm telling y'all when fear jumps on your back and try to ride you like a cowboy, I don't give a – you better buck it off and stand up and turn around and look at it and say, fuck you, fear. Ain't nobody scared of you. This is the season of dreams coming true. How I got a $9 credit on my bill account and ended up paying less for my bill than ever before, I don't know. Thankful, thankful, thankful for it. <laughs> and that just proves to, to me and to anyone who dares to listen, not only is there nothing to be afraid of, not only is there nothing to fear, but we have everything to gain, even things we have not ever experienced before. Creator, creatress, God wants to show us something. This is the season of the divine. Pisces governs spirituality, a higher power. Pisces governs trust and surrender and acceptance, okay? Pisces governs just dissolving into the one. You, me, we are little gods and goddesses, the very, the very stuff. That God, God is absolute, is, is in us, is a part of us. That's why during this season, as much as you may try to run from it, as much as you may try to avoid it, you can't. Pisces is the season of set yourself down and get you some alone time. Set yourself down and get you some meditation time. Set yourself down and chill with your fears time. Come on, get real intimately acquainted with them so you can merge with them and dissolve them. Yes, this also, I'm, I, I began to say this earlier, and I think that's when I realized that the uh, I got cut off from the show. But I think something that's real powerfully coming into clear and fine focus right now is that it does matter what you subject yourself to. In Pisces season, there's no veil. There's no separation. There are no boundaries. 
all is one, like I just said. And so who you're around, considering there are no boundaries, is going to be important. It's going to come into play. That's why I ain't worried about nobody taking their vehicle back from me because now that means I don't have to be around your negative, dirty, dirt, daubing energy no more. And that's how I know what's coming place. Got to be something damn good. Got to be. I had spoken about before, and I'll mention it again, as it related to the full moon season where we were releasing, surrendering, letting go, shedding. As the light of the moon shed, we were as it appeared to shed, we were shedding things in our lives as well here just a few short weeks ago. I was talking about it every time I got on the radio. We're releasing. We're letting go. We're making way for this new moon solar eclipse in Pisces season where, yes, Pisces is still about endings but we're doing something new as it relates to these endings or we're doing something new that's related to Pisces. We're doing something new as it relates to forgiveness. We're doing something new as it relates to meditation and, 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 and rest and relaxation and rejuvenation. We're doing something new as it relates to uh, uh, unconditional love, come on, especially and primarily for ourselves, first and foremost, or we can't unconditionally love not now another person. So that's the excitement. When you shed, when you release, when you let go, you make room. I got through talking to y'all just a week or two ago about if you're waiting on a, a significant other, did you clean out the other side of the garage yet? Did you clean off the other half of the bed that you would want a partner to sleep in? Did you make room for what you say that you want? We're doing something new as it relates to unconditional love. Did you make room for that new thing pertaining to unconditional love? Did you make Pisces, you could you could meet your spiritual mate and partner in this season. Come on. Now, I know Venus is going retrograde, and every astrology you listen to going to probably tell you, okay, Venus is going retrograde March the 3rd, and this is not the season to start new relationships while Venus is retrograde. You know, Venus rules love and money, and... Fine, I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to say that's BS. What I'm going to say is what that solar new moon, what that solar new moon and Pisces eclipse going to do, though. I'm on that. I'm on that. I'm not saying that all the Venus retrograde, you know, uh, rules and regulations and all that aren't going to be in effect. What I'm saying is, what you going to do about that eclipse, though? You just going to act like it don't exist because it's a Venus retrograde? Focus on your dreams and not your fears. That's about as simple as I can make it for right now. Focus on your dreams and not your fears. That's what my 21-day challenge overcomers and dream makers and co-creators and I are doing, and we're having a blast. 
Uh, another test personal testimonial, uh, last new moon cycle, Aquarius new moon cycle. Uh, Aquarius, some of the Aquarian themes uh, are, you know, the, the healing modality like Reiki energy healings, right? And uh, one of the intentions that I set was to manifest a healing therapeutic massage. I wrote it down on January 27th. And I meditated on it all month. <laughs> I was going back over it right before the Pisces new moon eclipse occurred because I, I just wanted to, you know, refresh my subconscious to say, okay, this is what, you know, I manifested already. And this is what I still have yet to really see manifest physically. So I was just rereading over it. I get to the, I'm reading, I'm looking at it now. I get to the line where it says, I easily, come on, I easily attract a healthful therapeutic massage. Uh, I'll leave that. I'll leave it at that. And I get a call from one of my siblings moments, moments later. They weren't calling me about a massage. They were actually calling me about the lottery, which I thought was hilarious because I've never talked to my sibling about the lottery before. So for the first, like, 35 seconds of our call, I just laughed. I was just laughing. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and later on, we, we talked a lot. They What they didn't know is I'm a low-key, like, lottery expert. I've been studying the lottery for a couple of years now. <laughs> I tend to hit the Powerball. I haven't got the jackpot yet, but I tend to hit that Powerball. When you hit that Powerball, I think you get $5, and so that helps me buy my next ticket. You know, it only takes one ticket to win. I don't buy 20 tickets. I just buy the one. Just need one to win. So I hit the Powerball. Well, this was before the drawing, so, you know, my sibling was calling, asking me just different stuff, and I was giving them a lot of tips about, you know, if and when they win. And so later on in the conversation, about 20, 25, 30 minutes in, we were really talking about the lottery, too. And uh, we really, yeah, let me interject. I'm not going to forget what I'm telling y'all about this phone call, but let me interject here and remind y'all real quick. Get, that's why I say it's important who you're around. If you're, are you around some dream killers? Huh. Or are you around some dream makers? That's going to determine how far you rise beyond this 12th house Pisces-Neptune energy. Yes, Pisces-Neptune 12th house is about endings. But what you think coming next, my sweet babies, my sweet, dear, precious, invaluable, irreplaceable babies, what do y'all think is coming next? Every season, springtime, bloom, where the, where the flowers bloom and everything is made new again. Yes, it's a signal that we survive the <clears throat> the cold, dark winter, and we have, we've made it back to the first sign, back to the first house, back to Aries, back to the Mars season where if we we went to go. You're not going to make it to March 20th, ready to go. Until and unless you do Pisces season right, and you got the power of the of the eclipse, this Pisces solar uh, uh, Pisces solar new moon season to aid and guide and assist you. But you have to work with the energies. If you want it to be powerfully and eclipse worthily in your favor, you have to work with the energy, not against it. If some people out here 
they working against it. They don't want to have no me time. Mm-mm. They don't like that. They don't want to be alone. They don't want to be solitary. They don't want to meditate. They don't want to think. <laughs> they don't want to. Ha- they don't want to be alone long enough to feel. I just I started this show out, and I hope I wasn't cut off at that time. But I was talking about see, this is a season of we, we got to go by what we feel, not how we feel, but what we feel. Okay, and so. I didn't know that. That's why I was laughing for so long because that, uh, you know, I, there are so many ways to gain wealth. And even if you are a lottery winner, it doesn't ensure your wealth. We see that from watching Iyanla, Fix Your Life with Iyanla, and the young lady who was a lot, who is the lottery winner, who Iyanla projected with her, uh, she got with a team of experts and they projected the, the young lady was going to be broken. Three to five years. She won hundreds of millions and was on tap to be broke at the time the show aired within two to three years. So I'm definitely not saying if you're a lottery winner, you're guaranteed wealth, but to have access to that kind of wealth and the opportunity to maintain it is uh, can be uh, acquired many ways. And so we're getting to near the end of the call, and I, I just – I was encouraging my sibling, and I'm really encouraging myself, just like when I'm on the show with you guys. I'm saying things to y'all, but I'm saying it to me. I'm saying it to me. I'm always talking to y'all about me first. I'm saying it to me first. I'm just so happy to share it with y'all because, yes, it ends up benefiting multiple other people other than just me. Um, So... (laughs) I say, uh, yeah, because I had written down some stuff and, you know, I had gotten a lot of it already. And I said, well, I'm still uh, attracting, you know, my helpful therapeutic massage. And my sibling says, oh, (laughs) just like the phone company, just like the the bill that I needed to pay. And they say, oh, well, you have a 14-day grace period. You didn't know that? No, I've never utilized it. I always pay on time. And my sibling says, oh, well, I've been meaning to tell you I, I, I set you up for a massage, a 90-minute, come on, complimentary, free massage. I found this out within the Aquarius new moon season. I wrote the intention down in. I wasn't playing. I fully expected to manifest it and materialize it. And found out about it within that season and booked it for Pisces new moon season. So I'm going to go get my therapeutic massage, complimentary 90-minute deep tissue therapeutic massage tomorrow. That, that I literally pulled out of thin air, wrote it on paper, was thankful for it, felt it's overwhelmingly thankful for it in advance and apparently had been just like had been having the grace period and didn't know it, been having the massage and didn't know it. My sibling kept said they kept forgetting to tell me about it until I had just mentioned it. That's why I'm telling you guys that just because you can't see what's coming around the corner, it doesn't give you the right to be afraid of it. Fear is a choice. Here's a choice. When it jumps on your back, because it will, 
and it tries to ride you cow, cowboy style, you have to buck it off because you know it's not real. And you have to tell it, fuck you, fear. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm over here manifesting the life of my dreams. I know fear and dreams are on the same frequency. I know fear and unconditional love is on the same. That's why you get the ability and the opportunity to choose how you want to engage this energy. That's why you get an opportunity to choose if you want to fill your circle up with dream killers or dream makers and co-creators. It's vitally important. It's not a loss. If you're losing people up out of your circle who are dream killers and full of fear and negative and deceptive and low vibrational uh, <clears throat> dirt dob and imps, you're not losing, dear one. You're winning. You, could, you couldn't be more winning. A shift in your perspective will allow you to see that. A shift in my perspective allowed me to see the world is not coming to an end because it's two days chopped off of this month. I'm gonna be all right, and was and had been and, and had been all right. I'm glad that I allowed my perspective in that moment to catch up to the reality that I was already all right. By the when I had when I sat down to write the intention of attracting easily attracting, I wrote that down. I easily attract a helpful therapeutic massage. At the time I wrote it down, my sibling probably already had it booked on the books. All I had to do was set a date and time that worked for me. I didn't know that at the time. I couldn't perceive that with my physical senses, but my spirit knew. It was my spirit that led me to write these intentions. I just wrote mine for this this current uh, Pisces new moon eclipse cycle. Y'all know I made it good. I'm not going to talk about it now, but yeah, after I manifest all of them within <laughs> the next month or two, yeah, I'm going to share it with y'all just like the, the massage and other things. I, I attracted a whole, I, my list be long because I know I'm going to get it. My list be long. <laughs> like, dang, what what are all the... Aquarius theme words that I can build intentions around, believe it, and receive it in the spirit. Come on, Pisces is the season of spirituality. Cannot every season is a season of spirituality because everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual first and foremost. When By the time you see it in the physical, just like the my my bill being all right, it was I was never in jeopardy of having anything cut off, but I didn't know that in the moment fear jumped on my back. I didn't know that, but I'm glad I hurried up and bucked it off and gained the higher perspective that says, wait, what am I fearing again? <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving, y'all, because we got some stuff to cover in the week ahead. I just wanted to start out with that. Uh, just to encourage you guys, if you are dealing with fear, why, look who, look who's in your circle. Don't be don't be afraid to. When there's a lot, one thing I discovered um, talking to a couple of my mama's babies so far this week, 
who have been dealing with an influx of Neptunian Piscean energy that it can be a lot, especially when there are people around you that aren't accessing the Piscean frequency on the higher vibrations but the lower ones. Uh, one of the lower vibrational manifestations of Pisces is addiction. A lot of people are falling. When they feel that fear, they let it ride them. They let it ride them instead of bucking it off, right? And so they're walking around with, like, this fear just, just you know, just whipping them. Like, I said, giddy up, dumb it, giddy up. I run this. I'm fear. I run this. You ain't bucked me off yet. So guess what? Giddy up. And when fear is riding you like that, a lot of times uh, being in an inebriated state, being in an intoxicated state, giving into your addictions to excessive sleep, giving into your addictions of escapism through excessive sleep, escapism through excessive TV watching, escapism through addiction to social media, escapism through, you know, whatever your drug or drink of choice is. That's their only way they know how to deal with the fear because they don't know that they can just stand up, buck fear off, turn around and say, fuck you, fear. They don't, they don't have, a, they haven't gained that perspective. It's there. It's probably been there, probably been waiting on them, likely just been waiting on them. But since they have not chosen to adjust their perspective to gain the bigger picture, then they don't realize that this fear on their back not even real. It's in their mind and perspective, and they refuse to increase and enlarge their awareness and perspective that they don't have to get rode around like a, a the donkey of the day. So uh, if you got people around you right now that are clearly not do, dealing well with this Piscean energy this season, um, riddled with fear, you know who they are, riddled with fear, trying to project their fears onto you, trying to get you to buy in and co-create with the fears that they like to entertain. It's going to be vital, especially by, you're going to see it, by this full moon on the 12th, huh? in Virgo, you're going to see it. You're going to see how vitally important it is uh, to get them squares about your circle. If you got people calling you, blowing you up all fearful, oh, well, this is going wrong, and I don't know what to do about this, and oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. This is just the most, I mean, it's Pisces season. It's a water side. It's a water side. Just the tears just flowing. They just feeling helpless. Low vibrational Pisces is, is being the victim playing that victim role. Woe is me, and I can't believe my life turned out like this. What you're going to have to do when you realize they didn't call you with that bull, because that's what it is. All it is, I'm not being insensitive, you guys, when I say this. What I, I'm recognizing the energy for what it is. They are choosing, they are choosing to participate with this energy low vibrationally to play the victim. To, to play helpless. They're playing. They don't know they're playing. They think the fear is real. They think that monkey on their back 
They think that fear riding them and whooping them every five seconds is real. They can choose at any moment to nook and buck and stand up inside of who they are, just like we have that same opportunity to do. But no, they want you to buy into their fear. They want you, they want you to get on the hotline with them and, and, and feel the fear with them. You, you just bought in with them. Oh, girl, for real? Oh, no. Oh, my God, what you going to do? No. Mm-mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let me tell you. You tell them, girl, I feel you, or, you know, bro, I sure do hate that, you know, hate to hear that. Uh, and you know me, I'm the ultimate consummate encourager. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm a, I'm a super sage. So I see. That's the sage model. I see or I perceive. And so what I do is I tend to, and what I do for a lot of people even here on this show and my mama's babies a lot of time is help you see, help you see higher, help you see further, help you see the bigger picture. You're only seeing one part. Just like me in the split second that I allowed fear to jump on my back, I was only seeing that it was two days going to be missing out the month. That's all I saw. That's all I Well, shoot, the day this is due, it, it's, it's not going to have it yet because then the, these days missing, so I ain't going to get it till later. But uh, what I couldn't see was that not only did I have a grace period, the company done put money on my account. <laughs> they gave, they put money, which is another one of my um, uh, intentions that I always affirm for myself is that I easily attract money in my hand. I should have said in my account, but hey, the universe clearly got the message. I easily attract. Who does that? What company puts money on your account? That's what happens when you realize there's nothing to fear. Then you gain the perspective to see not only was there never nothing to fear the entire time, but there was so much I couldn't see. I was missing out on money. In the split seconds that I, I chose to entertain fear, I didn't see that I had money waiting on me. Out of thin air, where this money came from that they put on my account, I don't know, but I'm thankful. I'm full of thanks and praise. So I, I had to take some few moments out here in the beginning of the show just to encourage you because that fear can be a booger. I don't felt it. I, I, had, I told you I had some quote-unquote bad dreams, the more the rising of the eclipse, so Sunday rising, I had the nerve to wake up from a dream. Once again, I hadn't had somebody chasing me in a long time in a dream, but I woke up, somebody was chasing me, and I woke up out of my dream screaming. Clearly, there was a message for me, and I got that message. I haven't had the dream since. I've been having some amazing dreams, actually. Um, but my point is, is that fear will try to attack and attach itself to none of us are immune, especially not in Pisces season when there are no boundaries. The, the, the only boundaries, and that's all I was getting into a little bit before I got a little off track about that, but I definitely want to mention it before we jump off into the week ahead here is that 
where there is an influx of Piscean energy around you, uh, especially if it's low vibrational manifestations, you know, fearful people around you, negative, uh, addicting personalities around you and stuff like that, that's when you got to, that's when you have to insert the boundaries, okay? Because we're so easily, we can easily perceive things. This is a, a time of high intuition, Okay, we can easily perceive things intuitively right now. We can perceive things emotionally right now. That's why it, 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 that's why you have to let yourself feel. You can't be afraid to feel because in the feeling right now is where the messages are. In the feeling right now is where the blessings and the prosperity and the, and the uh, dreams of your dreams coming true are. You can't be afraid to feel right now. But because you can't be afraid to feel, you do have to monitor what you're influenced by. As part of my 21-day challenge, I've, like I said, I've been avoiding watching TV. I'm so glad I have. I've been avoiding being on social media in a personal capacity. I'm so glad I have. I, I told y'all, you know, I went through a cycle last week right before the eclipse where some stuff got eclipsed out of my life. I'm so glad it did. I wasn't thinking this when it first happened because Spirit tried to jump on my back. What are you going to do? What are you going to do now? Now that they gone, now that this is gone. But I'm so glad I gained a higher perspective, and now I'm so glad it's gone. Come on. Making way for some stuff without no strings attached to it. Good riddance. Peace. Bye-bye. Holla. Deuces. With love, look, send it, make sure make sure when you're setting up these protective boundaries, everybody can't call you to either turn that phone off if there's people blowing you up with that BS or block, if you have certain features on your phones, but just block them for right now. This is a sensitive time, y'all, not only because it's Pisces new moon eclipse season, but because of the Pisces season period, even if it wasn't no eclipse. This is a sensitive period of time, especially if you're wanting something new in your life as it relates to unconditional love, something new in your life as it relates to your spirituality and your relationship with a higher source, something new in your life as it relates to living the life of your dreams instead of a nightmare. It's okay to say no. That's a boundary, my my dear sweet babies. And it's a healthy boundary. And you can send people away in love. You don't have to cuss them out. Send people away in love. You can, you can, I told y'all it's a season of meditation and the the veil is gone. The boundaries are gone. Everything, you can merge and dissolve with anything right now. And they can with you too. That's why I'm encouraging you to set up boundaries where necessary. Why not? send them off. I remember sending somebody off and I put them in a pink orb. That's rose quartz, you know, rose crystal love and heart. And I put them in a pink orb in my meditation and I sent them off into the light to heal them and heal any emotions and feelings that I was having towards them that was going to keep me at any length or distance from living the life of my dreams. I don't have time. Pisces is about forgiveness and acceptance. I accept it, and I surrender to it, and I forgive any perceived wrongs done to me. 
and I want to be forgiven for any perceived wrongs that I've done. And I want the peace, that that inner happiness, that joy, that bliss. Pisces is about bliss. I, I want to jump into the week ahead so bad, y'all, but I just I feel I feel in my spirit that y'all could just use a little bit more encouragement in this Pisces new moon season because we're doing something new as it relates to Pisces. Um I'm going back to that book that I told y'all about where the New Moon Astrology book. It's called New Moon Astrology. The secret, oh, I didn't even read this before. (laughs) Got dreams coming true on the cover. I didn't even notice that until now. The secret of astrological timing to make all your dreams come true. I'm living it, y'all. And I was doing it before I got this book. Huh. So don't think it's about a book because then that's where you'll set your own self up for failure because you're thinking the power is in a book and the power being been in you. Just needed to gain a, a higher perspective. Uh, as it relates to internal happiness, bliss, ecstasy, and universal love, the author suggests some affirmations. Uh, ooh, I love it. I want all resistance to experiencing bliss easily lifted from me. I want to easily, and see, I just took the want to out. I tried it one month with the want to, and I think I like it better where you just affirm that it already is. I easily find myself embracing the ecstasy of pleasure. Come on now. I want to consciously and consistently experience the loving bliss within me. I like this one. Uh, In the area of, uh, where is that? Oh, yes, the helplessness that I was talking to you all about and the victim mentality. Some of y'all might need this and some of y'all might need to share it with some people around you. If they call you with that BS, like they just, oh, my life is just horrible and it's falling apart and I just want to die. They on that BS. They don't know it, but you got to show them. You either got to show them or you got to cut them off right now. You hear me? It's that critical. It's that crucial. You either have to show them a higher perspective or you have to cut them off for right now because it's going gonna, it's gonna to impact you. you. You don't see that right now. You can't see it. In Pisces season, you can't pin anything down. It's like walking around in the dark, and you've got to trust and accept and surrender and rely on spirit, your higher power, your higher source, your internal happiness, foundation, and bliss. Uh, where it comes to defeatist, uh, she says Pisces rules victim mentality, including defeatist attitudes, I'm such a loser, I'm a nobody, nobody likes me, nobody wants me, procrastination, that's fear-based. You pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, either you're afraid you're really going to succeed or you're afraid of failure. Panic attacks, anxiety-ridden riddles, deception, addictions, and disappointments, and some of the... uh, 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 intentions or affirmations as examples, she said, says, is, uh, and I want y'all to keep this in mind if people are uh, trying to pull you into their drama as well, that it may be, it may be a deception, maybe not a conscious deception on their part, 
But like I said, if they can't see the bigger picture or choose not to see it, then they don't realize they're living under a lie. Everything they're afraid of is not even real. They, they have deceived themselves. Listen to this. I want all tendencies towards self-deception or deceiving others easily lifted from me. Mm, I love it. I want to easily surrender my addiction to drugs, alcohol, smoking, watching excess, uh, watching television or excessive television or non-productive television. Uh, and uh, I want to easily surrender that addiction to blank and find it replaced by natural, spiritual contentment within myself. That's why I was saying earlier that you can't be afraid. This ain't the season to be scared to be alone. This ain't it. Because it's in this season, if you dare to take some quality time to yourself, for yourself, to practice extreme self-care, to practice meditation and prayer, to practice resting, re- uh, relaxing, and rejuvenating, I'm going to go get a massage. That's very Pisces, new moon season. Eclipse or not, but I'm setting myself up real proper for the next six months to a year. I want that more in abundance. As this, as the moon is appearing to grow and wax more full towards the 12th of this month, this is the season to plant seeds for what you want in the next year ahead, definitely the next six months ahead. Do you want more of people jumping on your back trying to ride you like fear? Do you want more of people trying to uh, drag you and pull you into their abyss of addiction and defeatism? She goes on, uh, uh, she says, uh, "Mm, I want all feelings of helplessness easily lifted from me. I want to easily find myself saying no when it is in my overall best interest to do so. What you say? She's talking about setting up boundaries when it's in your best interest overall to do so? I didn't make that up, y'all. I didn't pull it out of my tail. My rear end, thank God I don't have a tail. I'm so, I'm, I, have a, I come from a real country family, y'all, and that's just some old saying. <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, I love it. I want the habit of playing the victim role easily lifted from me. I want the habit of procrastination totally lifted from me. I want all psychic disturbance totally lifted from me. People trying to drag you into their mess. They trying to, whatever done jumped on them, trying to get to you. You gotta get real comfortable in this season with saying no, no, thank you. Put a thank you on it if it makes you feel better about saying no, no, thank you. You know, thank you, but no, thank you. I've I've had to turn down a couple of subs. This is a new season, y'all. We're planting seeds. You can't do what you were doing before this past Sunday, and expect in your new season to thrive. Expect when spring season comes to to be feeling like an overcomer instead of like a victim. She goes on to say, 
I want feelings of panic, anxiety to dissolve into conscious recognition, into the conscious recognition that I am protected and cared for by a higher power. Now, y'all know I, I, I like to add stuff in, tweak it, and take stuff out. I just told y'all I took the want to out and just started saying I easily find myself. Uh, but I would add in here that I'm protected, provided for, come on, and cared for by higher power. I could have panicked when I thought my little old, my little old bill, ain't even a big bill, little old bill wasn't going to get paid, and initially the panic tried to get me and choke me. <laughs> panic tried to choke me out, and I, and I made a decision to trust. What happened was, and I didn't mention this earlier, what happened was, what what got me to the point where I was able to buck fear off my back and turn around and tell fear, fuck you, was that I said, even if my, my bill don't get paid, even if the thing do get shut off for a couple of days because I'm missing a couple of days after month, so what is not the end of the world, I can explain the situation if need be to any and all of those that might be affected, and life is going to keep on twirling on. And I know that's what y'all want want to say to some of these people that's riddled with fear, trying to call and put some of it on you, get you to share the the burden and the load of the fear that's riding their back. I know you want to tell them, shut up. So what? It's not the end of the world. Gain a higher perspective. Trust in the, the, the your higher power. Let your feelings of panic dissolve into the conscious recognition that you're protected, provided for, and cared for by a higher power. Like, really, this is Pisces is a season of affirmations. If you can, the all fear is. Fear can manifest in worry, worried about the bills not getting paid, worried about not having enough money. If you have, this is the kicker, this is the kicker, and this is how you know fear isn't real and how when we worry and create these fears that we're, we're the only ones doing it, we're creating it ourselves, is because the same exact energy that it takes to use that God-given gift of an imagination to imagine some of the worst. We just make up some old crazy stuff. The worst, if we can utilize that powerful gift of imagination to create some of the worst case scenarios possible, what you think we can do when we use that same priceless gift of imagination to dare to dream and believe that the best is yet to come, that the best is just around the corner, that the best might already be and we just don't know about it, that we got more than likely got money waiting on us just like I did and didn't know it, that we more than likely got grace and grace periods waiting on us and we didn't even know it. We more than likely, the things, the very things you are divinely inspired to dare to write down as new moon intentions, more than likely you already got it. You just don't know it yet. Just like what happened to me. What keeps happening to me. We're all in the same boat right now. We don't know what's coming. 
can't really tell you where we at real good, you know, can't really just describe, well, I don't know what's going on, and I know what's coming around the corner. But it's what separates us one from another, which is so funny to say in Pisces season because we're so not separated, but what distinguishes the overcomers and the winners from the defeatist attitude losers that some of us, choose to believe that what's coming is amazing and great and everything we've been asking for already and that it's just sitting up waiting on us to perceive it. And some of us believe that what's coming is horrible and just the worst case scenario and that that it can't get, that it, and, and we just create all kind of nightmarish things that, that vibrationally we're destined to walk into. If that's what you own, if you own that fear-ish, you're destined to walk into stepping some-ish. But if you're on that dream life, blissful, powerful, magical, spiritual, internal happiness and joy, then that's what you you on track and on tap to walk into. You you may not make it to spring. You it may be this full moon here on the twelfth, and you manifest part of your dream life that you just didn't see coming that fast and that soon. It is an eclipse season. It could happen. Why not you? Why not now? Why not? If you can dare to fear. And, and build a worst-case scenario, flip that energy, take it higher. It's the same energy. It's just how you choose to engage it. You can take that same energy higher and dare to believe that the best is right around the corner. I'm giving y'all life examples, living proof in me. I'm the, I'm the, I ought to be the poster child for why you should believe the worst-case scenarios. I ought to be, but I know better. It was just last eclipse season. I got kicked out on my ass and told they didn't care where I went. That was just last eclipse season, my mama's babies. No, that was two eclipse seasons ago. But it was the last one that was around this time. Uh, Last year in 2016, it was in March. And so uh, that's when I, yeah. Kicked out on my ass, like, hey, good luck. (laughs) We know you don't have nowhere to go, but guess what? Good luck. You know fear jumped on my back then. I didn't have time to entertain it. I had to figure it out. This most recent eclipse season, a, a whole nother element of, like, getting kicked out or having something taken away from you abruptly and suddenly. I ought to be the on the front row of fear and worst-case scenarios because the worst, as far as I've ever experienced it in my life, has actually happened. So it ain't no reason to fear that. It already happened. But amid opportunities that I have the same opportunity that I have to continue to dream, to continue to believe, continue to affirm, to continue to set high and beautiful and powerful intentions. The more more out of this world, the better. Because guess what? We're that powerful. We can manifest it. We can make it happen. 
We can allow it to happen. We can quit blocking it from happening. We can rest, relax, and and pray and meditate and, and, and affirm and believe and dream and just allow it. Or we can be afraid. Let me go on, y'all. Uh, I definitely want to get in some of this astrology for the week ahead because I got that's that's the point of the show, and I do like to set y'all up energetically for what's coming, okay? So let's keep it moving. Uh, the rest of this week for sure, um, hold on, y'all. The uh, Let's see. We got the moon still in Aries. No. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because I just had to pull up. I got this week's up. I had to pull up last week's. Okay, yeah. So we got, yeah, the moon's still in Aries. It is void. Uh, No, it'll be void as of 8.18 p.m. tonight, okay? It's going to go void for five hours and 24 minutes tonight, and it'll enter Taurus tomorrow, early rising. By the time you rise up tomorrow, the moon will be in Taurus, and we're going to definitely be motivated for some peace, some security and comfort. I don't expect uh <laughs> I don't expect Nicki Minaj to make her retort or come back. And like I said, I haven't been plugged into the T V or social media, so she may have already done it. I don't know. Uh but I, if she hasn't, I don't see her doing it when the moon's in Taurus because we're all gonna be motivated for a desire for peace. We're all gonna be motivated uh, towards a desire for comfort and serenity and security, and life is going to slow down a little bit to where you can, you know, languish in the sun and go barefoot and enjoy a tasty meal, all the five senses. I'm getting a massage with the uh, moon and Taurus. That's so perfect, you know, all the senses being engaged like that. Um, and just and, and Taurus is ruled by Venus, so we should be reveling in and enjoying uh, every moment, just just being in the moment and being in 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 our ourselves and feeling life through all of our senses. So it should be good. It definitely is a good energy to kind of settle into um, just feeling good and feeling earthy and sensual and. Uh, and stable and secure. I love that about Taurus is that feeling of us craving security and stability. And so we get to enjoy that for a couple of days. Um, we've got the almighty Sun-Neptune alignment um, that's uh, to exact tonight at 8.44 p.m. Central. I spoke about that on last week's show. Um then also on tomorrow we've got the Jupiter officially the Jupiter Uranus opposition uh, at 7:15 p.m. and so of course that's been coming together for quite a while now and so uh, as we get closer to exactness you may sense uh, manifestations of those energies a, a bit more strongly um, increasing our need for personal freedom and for excitement and uh, as a result us feeling a strong urge to react or rebel, thing that we perceive is stopping us from having fun or doing what we want. And so uh, we could shock some people with what we choose to do, you know, now and close to this time. It's not just one day. I always tell you all that. This is a passing energy, and so it's been getting stronger, and it could, it's going to linger for a little while. Uh, you may shock yourself. 
there's a tendency with this Jupiter opposite year and this energy to totally renew. Come on, y'all, to totally renew, to to, to start fresh, okay? Um, the more extreme the change does tend to mean the harder that it is uh, for you and your loved ones to adjust to the new conditions, um, which would be especially the case if it's a close relationship uh, that's been holding you down in a sense. So uh, also consider the financial ramifications of any big change. But that doesn't really scare me, y'all. It's eclipse season. It's it's massive changes going on all around us. I got my vehicle took <laughs> out of nowhere. It was real Uranus opposition Jupiter, like shockingly out of nowhere. You know, I wasn't that shocked. <laughs> Uh, once you get kicked out on your butt and told folks don't care where you go, it's like, yeah. But like I said, if I can handle that, and it ain't really a lot to fear because I didn't I didn't face it head on. Um, so don't let the Jupiter opposite Uranus um, scare you because it's eclipse season. There are massive changes going on for everybody. If it does involve people that you're in close um, relationship to, like it did with me, um, you know, we're having, this is a period of adjustment for all of us anyway. So don't be afraid to make necessary changes in your life, even if they involve people that are close to you. Um, if that's what you are feeling led to do in your spirit, if you feel peace about it, by all means, do it. I wouldn't do it on a whim. I wouldn't do it, just pull it out of my butt and do it. But if you've been Piscean, praying, meditating, uh, spending time, you know, uh, practicing extreme self-care and a quiet time with yourself, and, and this is the best and highest that you've come up with, then by all means, don't let the fact that it could cause, you know, a period of adjustment uh, deter you because it's that season. It's that season of, of major adjustments for all of us in various ways. Um, Friday, uh, 9.20 a.m. Central, the moon does trying uh, Pluto, and it goes void for 18 hours, guys, and 45 minutes. So um, pretty much all day Friday. Yes, not pretty much all day Friday from 9.20 a.m. Central until 4.05 a.m. on Saturday, the next early, early rising, when the moon finally enters Gemini. Uh, Friday night is not going to be that best night for the first date. I apologize if I busted your little <laughs> first date bubble this Friday. but uh, And since it, it, it's coloring a good majority of the day, um, if you happen to have an interview here on Friday, uh, after 9.20 a.m. Central, I would reschedule it if at all possible, okay? Uh, we want something. We, if we go on an interview, if we have a first date, if we have a presentation we need to make, if we have to um, submit some information, make a larger important purchase, we don't want to do it in a void moon because we want. we actually want something to come of it. We actually want a, re, a, a, a positive result, not a... No result. <laughs> and then we have the all-infamous Venus retrograde. Saturday, March 4th, uh, 3.02 a.m. Central, Venus does station retrograde at 13 degrees Aries. 
it's going to retrograde back into over the course uh, between March 4th and April 15th. It's going to retrograde back from 13 degrees Aries to 26 degrees Pisces, okay? So anything you have in this area, especially uh, uh, you, you definitely want to pay attention because it, once again, adjustment period, okay? Anybody who's resisting adjustment and change right now, they're just low, low vibrational Pisces, delusional and self-deceptive. It's a, it's a period of change and adjustment on so many fronts it's not even funny. So anybody trying to keep stuff status quo and the same right now, <laughs> they got another thing coming. Look at Nicki Minaj. She cannot continue to operate in her career the way she has been because she's been dang near humiliated for for doing it this far and this long. In one failed seven-minute swoop. So everybody's in a period of adjustment in some kind of way. Don't fight it. Um, Venus retrograde is about six weeks. Uh, There could be exciting opportunities with love and money. Um, I would watch it when it comes to those exciting new opportunities. Retrograde period. Any retrograde we can have is talking about review, a period of time for review and reassessment, taking a closer look at things. If somebody want to start something new with you uh, uh, through April 15th, from uh, uh, the 4th of March through April 15th, I want you to evaluate it very closely when it pertains to love and money and what you, and, and what you value. I want you to scrutinize it. It's okay. It's that season for everybody. It's not just you. Uh, the uh, instant attraction and world whirlwind romances are possible. If you're okay with these things being temporary, fine. D- dive in head first and 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 uh, you know do the backstroke on everybody. Fine. But for those of us who may want something a bit more long term or permanent, we're going to take things extremely slow right now. Extremely slow. We should you know. They say you should take things slow anyway, but during this time, you're going to definitely take them extremely slow. You're going to scrutinize things. might want to do a background check. I don't know. (laughs) Um, The key, uh, as some have put it, to enjoying Venus retrograde is to choose your options carefully. So that does fall in line with what I just told you guys, just to be careful. You may be presented with all. It's in Aries. The retrograde starts out in Aries, Venus in Aries. What do I always tell y'all about Aries? Aries stays ready to go. And so uh, and so you could be presented with some money opportunities, some love, romance opportunities by someone who's presenting themselves as very eager and ready to go, right? But since you're in the know, then you're able to say, okay, this is awesome, this is great, I'm feeling the fire, I'm loving it, I'm going to engage and participate, but I'm just going to be extremely careful. I'm not, this is not, it's, and the season when it starts, and it's going to retrograde back into Pisces, 
I don't because I don't want to be deluded, because I don't want to deceive myself, I'm just going to go slow. There's no harm in going slow. If it's the real deal, it ain't going nowhere, no way. Money-wise, relationship-wise, social, uh, Venus also rules friendships and social opportunities, it ain't going nowhere, no way. If it's the real deal, uh, um, uh, another uh, perspective of this energy uh, is saying that haste decisions based more on lust than love will only end in sorrow once Venus turns direct. That's why I say as of April 15th, when Venus does turn direct, then you can feel like you're gaining more footing in some new love and money opportunities. If it starts before April 15th, Slow down, slow them down long enough to see if they're going to make it past that April 15th mark. And then you can, you know, feel a little more confident that, okay, this might not be fleeting. This might not just be a lust thing. This might not just be a quick money scheme. This might be the real deal. Just slow down. That's all. When the planet is retrograde like that, it's been real close to the earth. You can look up. You can still look out and see Venus um, in the sky so beautifully. And uh, you know, it's just time. She wants to, Venus wants us to pay attention to her, pay closer attention, more scrutinizing attention. Okay, this is not the season to do the whole makeover deal. I know Venus rules beauty, but this ain't the time for the the extreme makeover. You know, definitely pay more, you know, by all means, pay attention to your appearance and all that stuff and, you know, scrutinize it more and all that. But we're not making sweeping uh, uh, changes to our appearance within the context of Venus being retrograde, okay? Um, Definitely the self-love, you know, the love portion, uh, the self-love and the patience, and the good timing, because you're not rushing things, uh, is going to increase your chance of a loving and lasting relationship or lasting scenarios when it comes to money and social opportunities as well, friendship opportunities. Um, as it relates to, I, I did spend a whole lot of time in the beginning that I would have spent uh, on the horoscopes for Venus retrograde, and I may still do them and save the horoscopes I have for y'all for Mars entering Taurus in our week ahead for next week. So let me get through a bit more information about our week ahead. We do have 35 minutes left, and then I'll come back and give y'all some Venus retrograde horoscopes for each sign. Shout out to the Dark Pixie Astrology. Shout out to myastrologycoach.com. Y'all stay, stay connected to Brother Ampu and Minister Drew and the wonderful, wonderful things going on. Uh, the, the I know y'all have been catching the show because I see it. I know y'all have been catching the show with Brother Ampu and Nikki every week. That's just been amazing, bringing the perspective of the Kabbalah and different things to help us gain an even deeper and higher perspective of these uh, uh, energies, these astrological energies. It's just been amazing. And as well, shout out to Astro Yoga Love. Um, shout out to Astrology King. And I believe that's it. Let's keep it rolling, you guys. Um, 
So I got y'all through the Venus retrograde, which um, starts this Saturday. I got got y'all through this Saturday, 4.05 a.m. when the moon does enter Gemini. So we're starting our, well, we start the weekend out with the moon in Taurus. But as of Saturday early rising, the moon's going to be in Gemini, and we're going to be emotionally satisfied to do all manner of a variety of things. Gemini is a real, you know, ambidextrous and variety filled energy so uh all kind anything we could be curious about uh, anything we could be wanting to communicate think about or learn about under gemini is going to be uh, uh on the menu gemini rules uh school-age children. We could be uh, enjoying and engaging with them more this weekend uh, especially after sat- as of Saturday. Um, uh, Gemini is a real busy energy ruled by Mercury, so we could be pretty busy on Saturday just with errands and, you know, um, all kind of stuff with short trips. Um, there's a Gemini is pretty restless like that, like we're going to feel like we just want to be doing something, okay? And we'll probably just be in a chatty, flirty mood, <laughs> So by all means, and then Mercury aligns with Neptune as of Saturday, uh, 5, 10 a.m. And I spoke, uh, I believe, a a bit on the Saturn-Neptune and Mercury-Neptune alignments last week. So let's jump off in the week ahead where we are discussing Sunday, March the 5th through Saturday, March the 11th. we start the week out with the first quarter moon in Gemini, which is why I titled the show the way that I did, because at the at the quarter moons we we have an opportunity to turn a corner. Maybe you haven't quite gotten into the solar new moon eclipse in Pisces spirit yet, but the quarter moon in Gemini is going to give us a divine opportunity to take this uh, emotional satisfaction, like I said, with Gemini to to learn, to think, to communicate. Uh, Gemini includes writing, um, and and it gives us the opportunity. We're going to have an opportunity to turn up, turn up the Pisces dreaming that we've been doing. A lot of us have been doing. Some of us maybe have. Some of us may have been living in a nightmare. But uh, we're going to have an opportunity to turn a, not only turn a corner with this quarter moon, but turn up, turn up the 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 volume on our dreams with utilizing our words, Gemini, utilizing our communication, our mouth, our words with writing. Um, it may be somewhere around Saturday or um, or Sunday. Uh, because I say Saturday because that's when the moon does enter Gemini. But the quarter moon in Gemini is actually on Sunday, 5.32 a.m. Central, at 15 degrees, Gemini, Mm-mm-mm. and quarter moons can talk about a moment of truth. Maybe that's what causes you to finally turn that corner on the way to this full moon and manifest in our dreams. It's a full moon in an earth sign, and our dreams in a tangible way into tangible reality, and maybe you still haven't been able to see it yet. But I guarantee you by Saturday or Sunday, something may occur, something may happen that, that, that's a turning point that causes you, that gives you the ability to turn the, the corner you've been needing to turn in order to slide in the home base here at this full moon in fine style and fashion, okay? 
And so just uh, be on the lookout. It could, Gemini governs communication, so it could be a message that you receive. It could be a letter or an email or a text that you receive that just shifts things for you in the most positive of ways. Gemini and Pisces, the sun, it's the sun and Pisces squaring or at a 90-degree angle to the moon in Gemini. They are both mutable signs, which denotes adjustment and turning points in themselves and shifts and, 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 and uh, being flexible. So I want you to definitely to carry that energy we're not going to be flexible right now anyway. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's coming. You know, when I say we don't know, I mean with the, the exactness and the pinpointed accuracy, especially somebody with my brain. I like to be exact and accurate. That's why I was drawn to astrology in the first place. But Pisces is just that season where, you know, the lines are blurred. The lines are dissolved completely. And so we have to trust. We have to remain flexible. We have to be willing to make the adjustment, turn the corner, and receive our turning point or our moment of truth with acceptance and open arms, okay? Um, there on Sunday as well, 2.45 p.m. Central, Mars trines Saturn, okay? Um, Mars... Uh, it's trying Saturn here March the 5th, and it's going to do it again August 22nd of this year, okay? Um, Mars trying Saturn gives us the strength, the perseverance. Saturn it has a staying, lasting, and dueling quality to it. And, of course, y'all know Mars is Aries, so Mars is let to go. But they're in a trine, so it's works. It's, it's a flow. It's a harmonious flow. And it gives us the ambition to take on the hardest of tasks, Saturn governs that hard work and complete them on time because, you know, since Mars stay ready to go, Mars is ready for that hard task and it, it, we want to complete it before time, you know, because it can't wait. Mars is impatient. Um, on, not only on time but on budget and with perfection, okay? You may find that the most efficient, you may, uh, you may find the most efficient way to get something done, Okay? And um, our patience and self-discipline is going to keep us plodding along without being distracted or discouraged, okay? So that ought to help somebody here in the week ahead. And once again, it's not doesn't happen in a vacuum. You don't have to wait till Sunday, March 5th. You can access this energy. This energy is available to us now. Mars is in Aries right now. Saturn is in Sag right now. The trine is occurring right now. It's just exact on Sunday afternoon, 2.45 p.m., okay? Uh, yeah, this is, good for, uh, this is good for love as well. Our love life could benefit from uh, loyalty, our loyalty and devotion, okay? Uh, Saturn, like I said, has that staying power, that enduring quality, that lasting quality about it. And, of course, Mars governs sex so, and our passions. And so... Um, we could find, uh, our partner could find us dedicated and dependable, um, and those qualities, our dedication and our dependability, just as attractive as, you know, sex and lusty desires and stamina in the bedroom. Saturn is bringing a more traditional energy to Mars, which is sex, okay? 
Um, so this is actually uh, can be considered a good time to legitimize, consecrate, or formalize a partnership. Uh, could be, okay, we're going to factor in the fact that Venus is, would already be retrograde at this time. So I would say this would apply more to people who are already in uh, committed partnerships. Um, if you're dating, you could be attracted to strong physical features, um, masculinity, and bone structure. Um, and, and, and we would also, under this influence, want a committed long-term relationship with the potential uh, for marriage and perhaps children, something more lasting, once again, with that Saturnian influence, something more stable, something that has um, more traditional energy attached to it. Um, and a new partner under this uh, influence and energy could be a generation younger or older. Saturn governs our elders, right? Um, and 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 could act like uh, your student or your teacher. It could have that dynamic uh, if a if a, rel- a relationship was to start under this influence, and people born with Mars trying Saturn in their natal chart, like Barack Obama, Denzel Washington, Malcolm X, Little Romeo, not so little anymore, Tyrese Gibson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, these people are given with this energy and influence the passion, endurance, and dedication to achieve great success. Come on. Uh, these people tend to be sexy, considered sexy, charismatic, and smooth, you know, and their physical body does tend to be well-proportioned, strong, and very attractive. And for pretty much all the dear brothers I just named, you could absolutely say that Barack, Denzel, Malcolm, Romeo, Tyrese, and Kareem, okay? Um, March the 6th. They're on uh, Monday. Let me get that right. I didn't put the days. But, yeah, Monday, March the 6th, uh, the moon does go void at 2.22 a.m. Uh, when it sextiles Mars. It goes void just for um, four hours and 32 minutes. So it's happening overnight. Uh, by the time you rise up uh, at 6.54 a.m., the moon will have entered cancer. So there overnight, it should impact our sleep where we can go get some deep, more deep, restful sleep. Um, shouldn't be too much of a nuisance this, uh, during this time. Uh, March 6th, once again, on Monday, uh, by about 7 a.m., the moon will be in Cancer, out of Gemini, so we won't be feeling so, you know, restless and busybody and, you know, trying to run errands and send and receive messages all over the place. Um, the moon will be in Cancer, and so there's going to be this in Cancer is a water sign, and so it's that water sign that governs us feeling at home within ourselves and, and our physical homes and families, and so um, our core, you know, our, our emotional foundation. And so we're going to, uh, all that busyness is going to give way to an instinctive kind of need just to settle into being at home within ourselves, being quiet, being peaceful. Um, uh, being in our home body state, this is a while the moon's in Cancer, you're probably going to want to be home or you know hurry up and get home after work or just enjoy your home, okay? And so any domestic activities, um, any activities that involve your awareness of your emotional needs, don't neglect your emotional needs um, as of uh, never neglect your emotional needs. But while the moon is here, uh, starting on Monday, rising, 
uh, we're going to be making sure that we're good. We're going to be making sure that we're feeling strong in our core emotionally. Uh, at least it will satisfy us to do that. Um, a cancer rules the mother. Y'all know that. The breast, nurturing, nurture yourself by all means in that emotional foundation and security. Call your mother. Talk to your mama. Um, if you're so blessed to still have your mother here, definitely reach out um, if you haven't in a while. Um, and, 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 hey, the moon's in Pisces. Uh, well, the sun's in Pisces. The moon will be in Cancer, both water signs. Like I started this show out with, this is a season of feeling. If you can't feel right now, that's not good. That's going to... Block you from feeling what you need to in order to move powerfully in your next season in Aries, okay? Uh, you don't want to start feeling in Aries because that's war season. <laughs> you be done made a mistake then. Start feeling now where there's unconditional love available to you, a eclipse, an eclipse proportion unconditional love available to you, forgiveness, surrender, acceptance, and bliss available to you, okay? Um, but while the moon's in cancer here in the week ahead, you you may find yourself, you know, letting letting the water flow. By all means, um, drink plenty of water around this time. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Soak in, in your tub and all that water activity stuff, all of that. Nurture yourself by all means. Uh, some people born with moon and cancer, Jimi Hendrix, Drake, uh, Bow Wow, uh, Dorothy Dandridge, Lisa Lopez, Haile Selassie I, the first, Aretha Franklin, LL Cool J, Kerry Washington, Blue Ivy Carter, okay, Chrissy Teigen. So these people, um, you know, they embody that uh, from a, a moon sign perspective. Uh, also there on Monday, March the 6th, 6.29 p.m., the sun finally aligns with Mercury. Lord, I told y'all last week it was coming. It finally happens on Monday. Um, the last time it occurred was December 28th of last year, and the next time it will occur is April 20th of this year. It's going to happen quite a few times this year. But this is the uh, the alignment where the focus is being put, the sun is the focus, right? And it's being put on Mercury. The sun is aligning with Mercury. So the focus is being put on our communications, on our thinking, um, on uh, our mental processes and capacity, okay? Um, I just told you all Mercury is like a busy energy. So uh, a lot of paperwork, a lot of messages being received and sent, uh, 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 letters, emails, short trips, all the things I described about Mercury when I was talking about Moon and Gemini. When the Sun aligns with Mercury here, just a few a few day, a couple of days after that, that energy is is still going to be on this on on full display with the Sun illuminating and lighting it up. We're going to be in a chatty mood. I told y'all that about Moon and Mercury and Gemini. Um, chatty, flirty, starting conversations with people. Um, we're thinking and expressing ourselves clearly in ideal time, an ideal time to make plans, 
Uh, that's a wonderful thing to do. Uh, an ideal time to gather information. That's a very mercurial thing to do. Um, an ideal time to buy, sell, bargain, make deals, okay? People born with sun um, aligned with Mercury in their natal chart, like your favorite astrologer, Mama Dada, <laughs> uh, this is the ultimate aspect for communication, hence me being on a radio every week talking to you guys and loving it. Um, it's the ultimate aspect for that, the ultimate aspect for interacting with others. Um, because that would be important to someone like myself and someone uh, born with sun on Mercury in their chart. Uh, it stimulates our need to share our ideas. Um, it gives us an active mind. Um, it also does make us easily distracted when we're listening to others. I can totally and definitely vouch for that. Um, either by butting in or letting our minds wander. <laughs> and it does denote it's a marker for someone who's probably a better talker than a listener. That's one, uh, something I am in my 21-day challenge working on consciously is being a better listener. It's not that I want to butt in, you guys. I, I've caught myself even doing it on the show when people call in. <laughs> it's not that I want to butt in or cut you off. I'm not that rude. Uh, it's that like this denotes, my mind is so active. I'm not necessarily thinking of what I want to say while you're saying it, but while you're saying what you're saying, my mind is on overdrive, not because I need to prepare my next statement to you, but because when you say something, it sparks something in my mind. And that mercury mouth is quick. (laughs) And I'm a very fiery, super saggy person personality as well, so that doesn't help. <laughs> the fire signs are just passionate, and we just are ready to go. So by all means, maybe this information helps you understand people like us better, um, uh, people like Mariah Carey, Jimi Hendrix, Tina Turner, Denzel Washington, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, and Marvin Gaye. We all share this blissful aspect, so y'all just be patient with us and our busy Mercury minds and mouths, okay? Uh, March the 7th, and our week ahead is going to be Tuesday, and we've got a a minor aspect of sextile Mercury to Pluto. Um, We did have this aspect last on November the 3rd, and we won't have it again until October the 28th of this year. And so this is just talking about uh, uh, Pluto, of course, is, is... transformation and power. It's a very significant, powerful energy. And of course, Mercury is that mind and the mouth and the communications that I've been talking about. So when you put them in a sextile, like it's going to be Tuesday of next week, uh, there's a depth and intensity of power added to our thinking and our conversations. This is the one that I was telling you all about. Nicki Minaj was born with this Mercury sextile Pluto in her chart. Uh, Tyrese Gibson, Forrest Whitaker, and Duke Ellington as well. And this, um, in the natal chart, makes you a deep thinker on serious subjects. It it gives your mind a probing nature that allows uh, a a person's powerful intuition to uncover truth about a matter. And um, the psychic ability associated with this uh, combination uh, goes well, uh, bodes well, for excellent planning and organizational abilities that, that 
would make them good good researchers. Um, these people would do well in investigating, spying, research, or even robotics. Now, with the transit going on for all of us, um, so we're going to be more interested probably in more serious or mysterious topics around this this, this time next week, and um, and 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 would it would be a good time to study or to research? Okay, our minds are going to be very probing and very penetrating, and we can uncover secrets and all kind of stuff, whatever we want to. So learning about astrology, the secrets of astrology, or psychology, the secrets within our own psychology. Um, could interest us, and we would pick it up much easier than normal under this influence. Um, uh, Also under this influence, our powerful intellect combines with a strong intuition that makes us very persuasive when we're talking to others. That's why I was saying this this could be the time next week that Nikki makes her, you know, big comeback, whatever she's going to do, because powerfully Pluto uh, would be, you know, there would be an opportunity there with Pluto to link up with her mind, her mouth, mercurially to deliver a powerful message if she wanted to. I'm not in all that. That's not my hip-hop beef, but, you know, I did hear about it. All right, uh, March the 8th there on Wednesday, we've got at 8.59 a.m., the moon squaring Mars and going void, okay, just for an hour and 46 minutes, so, like, literally from 9 in the rising to 10.45 a.m. when the moon enters Leo. It's just a blip in the map. It Literally, unless your interview or, you know, presentation is within that hour and a half to two-hour period, you should be fine. Um, the moon does enter Leo there on Wednesday the 8th. By the time we uh, get back together on the radio next week, the moon will be in Leo, and we're going to want to enjoy our okay, we're going to come up out of that cancer moon of, you know, being a homebody and, you know, nurturing ourselves and our emotional foundation to, hey, where's the party at? (laughs) So we're going to be, it's a fire energy, passionate, we're going to want to be where the action is and we're looking for fun, we'll be in a great cheery vibration and if we, you know, have, if that moon and cancer was a bit too emotional for us, it's going to be a welcome breath of fresh air to play in, a welcome breath of fresh air to have fun in, enjoy ourselves in, be a little dramatic if we want to, but in a fun way, tell jokes, uh, surprise somebody with, you know, a wonderful, beautiful surprise, or just smile, or just, just walk around with a smile enjoying ourselves in our life, okay? And I'm going to stop it there as far as the week ahead, just because, like I said, with our last, what, 10 minutes left, I wanted to give y'all the Venus retrograde horoscopes, okay? We can pick back up of what's going to be happening from Thursday on in our week ahead from the ninth forward. I can pick that up real briefly at the beginning of our show next week, Um but I want y'all to be just have an idea of what this um, Venus retrograde is going to feel like for your sign, for your sun, your moon, your rising. And I heard somebody say it this past week, and I really thought it was beautiful to listen out for your north node, to listen out for your north node. Um, north node is where your soul is, your soul 
is urging you towards in this lifetime. And so if that's where you're headed energetically, why wouldn't you listen to that horoscope as well to get that, gain that more fuller perspective, okay, of where you're headed? Um, Venus retrograde horoscopes, whoop, whoop. You know, we got to start out in the sign that the alignment is taking place in. So by all means, my Aries, um, oh, y'all, I'm going to refresh my screen, and I really hope it doesn't cut me off. I got nine minutes left, and I just hope it did. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, thank God. Okay, Aries. Venus retrograde is happening in your sign, first house, okay? And it may kind of slow a little monkey wrench in your plans. You can be a little lazier. You can be a little more stubborn, um, selfish, or indulgent. And you could lack energy or drive for what you want and can have a hard time getting anything going because you just don't want to move, okay? Uh, What that's talking about, Aries, is that low vibrational Venus, because Venus brings the ease and the comfort, if it's retrograde or not, you know, in its full strength and power moving forward or it's on a low vibration that you're experiencing ease and comfort, it can manifest as laziness or, you know, uh, that's, a common interpretation of low vibrational Venus, okay? And so give yourself, Aries, plenty of time to get things done. I know y'all used to getting things done real quick, fast, in a hurry. You just may find that since Venus is retrograding, starting out the retrograde in your sign, that you may uh, be facing these energetic interferences, okay? Just a heads up. Uh, And Try to focus on giving old opportunities. It is retrograde. We're going over things. We're reassessing things. We're reevaluating things. Try to give old opportunities, projects, and ideas uh, another go. It could be, could be, you want to scrutinize it. Like I was talking about Venus retrograde earlier, you want to scrutinize it. You want to go slow, but in scrutinizing things and going slow, you could find that it may be a good time for second chances. You can also reconnect with people from the past. Uh, Venus retrograde is the time of the exes returning, similar to Mercury retrograde with Venus retrograde, but even more so since Venus does rule those relationships, um, love, friendship, whatever, even an old friend uh, coming back. Um, Venus uh, will retrograde for the rest of March, but it will go back into Pisces. So the the entire retrograde is not in your sign, Aries, okay? For my Cancers, uh, Mama's Cancers, you may find you have a hard time making progress with the goals you have, likely from a lack of proper effort, being lazy or stubborn, making bad impressions or taking things for granted, Cancer. Uh, You may also lost my little place here. You may also be kicked down from a high place, Cancer, sometimes literally, and have to work on being more responsible, Cancer. It could be a good time for you to refocus on old goals or take up old risk again or make a better second, uh, second impression, okay, Cancer? Libra, uh, Venus retrograde for you might bring issues with the people in your life. We're dealing with the seventh house, the others around you. 
and you can experience difficulties in your relationships, Libra. I know that's your thing, seventh house, Libra. Um, and and it, you know that may not feel that may not feel the best. Uh, just being feeling out of your element. Uh, and Venus rules your sign. How about that? Venus rules Libra. So you may just be feel a little being feel be feeling a little off the entirety of the Venus retrograde because of that. You could be more impatient and stubborn with people, or they may be that way with you. You could focus too much on others and not enough on yourself or vice versa. You may feel out of balance real easily, and this could stress you out, like I said, just out of your element, on top of which, like they say, Venus is your ruler. So this could be a good time to reconnect with people from the past, re-strengthen your relationships with others, or yourself, Libra, or bring yourself back in balance. Capricorn, you can experience difficulties at home, fourth house, inner emotional foundation, your core foundation emotionally. And this can be physically with things like leaking pipes or shocking outlets, you know, electrical issues. Or you may feel uncomfortable at home, Capricorn, with the people you live with or have issues with your family or even by yourself if we're talking about emotional foundation. You may need to work on the issues you have with family or work to remove blocks that you that have prevented you from being fully or from feeling fully supported or strong emotionally at your core. You can be overly emotional, and this can make you more stubborn and indulgent. It can be a good time to reconnect with family, okay, or go, go back somewhere that's significant to your family, and that may help you. Leo, uh, Venus retrograde for you could make it difficult for you to pursue the opportunities that you have to expand, to explore, and to have new experiences. You may want to, Leo, but can lack the drive and energy to do it, perhaps taking for granted the opportunities you have and feeling like they'll be there later, so you don't really need to push yourself right now. That may not be the case, though, okay, Leo? So think twice before giving in to laziness. You may also want more space in your relationships, feeling a little suffocated, or you may feel you have too much space and everyone is pushing you away. So, Leo, it can be a really good time to visit places you've been to before and relearn something or refocus on your beliefs, okay? Ninth house. Sagittarius, Venus retrograde for you and your sister sign, you and Leo's sister sign of Aries, um, you could be you can be acting childish during this time, real immature or selfish. This house is a house of children and fun. Um, so you could be acting that way in your relationships, and you may demand all of the attention, wanting more from the people in your life than you should. You may feel deprived of affection and demand more from them, but you're really just feeling in, insecure, and they can't fix that for you. So you may need, <clears throat> Sagittarius, to focus more on your children if you have any, uh, or focus more on your inner child and you addressing the needs of your inner child instead of trying to force others in your uh, circle to do that. Um, or if you have di- issues with dating or if you're dating, uh, you could focus on that as well. Fifth house is the house of dating and romance. Um, old loves more than almost probably any other sign, Sagittarius, since it's in your fifth house of dating and romance may come back into the picture. Uh, you could also pick up on old hobbies again or redo um, some creative projects. Fifth House is also the house of the entrepreneur, so if you have your own business, you could be um, 
scrutinizing or paying more attention to that. Gemini, uh, Venus, Retro, and Aries could bring up some issues for you in your friendships or in groups that you associate with or belong to, and you may feel uh, you need to walk away from a friend or a group, though it may only be temporary, okay? Venus is only retrograde for six weeks. You could totally be feeling completely different by the time it stations direct. Um, you could also, against anyone who tries to put you in a box and want to be free to be true to yourself, you may be lazy with your dreams and lack energy and drive to do anything with them, Gemini, and it could be a good time to reconnect with old friends or rejoin old groups, refocus on old causes, or think about old dreams. And we are running out of time, you guys. I've I've had so much fun once again, of course. I don't apologize for taking time out that I did earlier in the show to really, really just encourage you guys and and give y'all some reminders about this season because it ain't over. (laughs) We still got a good bit to go in this Pisces new moon solar eclipse season, but we're in this together. I love you, love you, love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me again this week. And by all means, stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology. You've got the one-click email access to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the astro love gifts that just show me that you care and that you appreciate me being on every week. And it's still, uh, you can still get in on the Eclipse Wisdom, uh, Eclipse Season packages if you need some direction about what you're wrapping up from the last six months and where you're headed in your six months ahead. I'd be happy to help. All right, until next time, we'll finish out some horoscopes next week, okay? Peace. Thank you.